Hello and good afternoon. It's Thursday, the 23rd of April, 2020. And here's the stories for today for you from Military Minds Daily Views. Views and opinions about world and national events from the minds of the men and women that are defending and have defended our freedoms for the past 244 years. Unfiltered, unedited, and definitely not PC. If you're ready, let's move out. Today's first segment, we'll take a look at New Jersey Governor Bill Murphy as he ignores the Constitution in that state. Were his words born in ignorance? In segment two, we'll take a look at AOC. She's at it again. Does anybody really take her serious? I don't. In segment three, we'll take a look at defense. Command by tweet. Command your battle stations. U.S. Navy versus Iran in the latest saga. And in segment four, we'll have views from my military mind, covering today's events, today's stories, and a few little additional things. If you'd like to get in contact with View from Military Mind, you can visit us on the web at viewfrommilitarymind.com, which will give you exclusive offers. You can also visit us on Facebook. You can write to us at bfamm2020 at gmail.com visit us on and talk to us on Twitter Instagram and you can watch our live feeds on YouTube so we invite you to participate be part of it we'd love to have you on on board with you from military mind if you're a veteran we really welcome your input your insights because this is a view from a military mind and how our, our military background has influenced our viewpoints and the way we look at things. If you're not a veteran, your opinions and input is also welcome. This is for everybody to hear and everybody to have input. And we'll put my military mind to work for you and do the research. So hang with us. We've got more coming up. And right after the break, we'll start with the first thing. Whether you arrive by land or water, there is no mistaking the beauty and serenity of Ditto Landing. Located on the picturesque Tennessee River at the southern edge of Huntsville, Alabama, this marina is nestled in lush greenery and surrounded by serene mountain foothills. Bass, brim, and catfish are plentiful in the sparkling waters where sailboats and yachts cruise side by side. Along with water recreation, Ditto Landing Place hosts many special events throughout the year. Located at 293 Ditto Landing Road Southeast in Huntsville, Alabama, stop by and see all there is at Ditto Landing or give Brandy Quick and her folks a call at 256-882-1057 and they'll let you know what's going on in the most beautiful spot in North Alabama. All right, welcome back. Uh, in our first segment, we're going to take a look at um, uh, New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy. 
because uh, during this pandemic, he has blatantly been ignoring the Constitution. Uh, every day, you know, here in the states, mayors and governors uh, are imposing new standards of behavior that basically nullifies liberty in the name of public safety. Um, I don't know about you, but I don't like having my liberties undermined for any reason. Basically, the people who we have placed the trust, who we have put in their hands, the U.S. Constitution for safekeeping have failed failed us. The, they failed to do so. Um, their failures have also been a violation of law, from what I'm understanding. Uh, now, I've gone in and, and, and researched it, looked at a lot of these constitutional lawyers, uh, see what their opinions and things are concerning this. Um, you know, and it is really, really strange. You know, they know that the, we've had some constitutional violations, but yet nobody does anything about it. Now, we take um, Governor of New Jersey, for example, um, Governor Philip Murphy, actually uttered the words, oh, probably last week or so on Fox News, you know, while being interviewed by Tucker Carlson, you know, he, he basically said the Bill of Rights is above my pay grade. You know, and, and then he went on, he did confess that he had not considered the effect of his restrictive executive orders on the Bill of Rights. You know, of course, his are similar to uh, those in a lot of other states. But yet, his, by his own words, were born in ignorance. Okay, when you're the leader of a state that has a state constitution that fairly it, it almost replicate, replicates the U.S. Constitution, how can you hold that office and be ignorant of what your constitution and your state laws are and the, those freedoms that you're supposed to protect? Uh, it it makes no sense. If, if it flabbergasts me as to how you can be elected and serve. Okay, I can understand you get in there, you may not know a whole lot about it. But when you get in there, how about making yourself knowledgeable? What do I tell everybody on all my shows? Educate yourself. Well, by God, I, ex I expect my elected officials, my governors, my lieutenant governors, senators, congressmen, uh, house members, whatever they are, to educate themselves and be familiar with the Constitution especially for the Constitution of the United States. Now, in our Constitution, you know, the Constitution requires that every office holder and government employee in the land, that's from the president all the way down to the school janitor, from a governor to a, a police recruit, take an oath. And in that oath, you know, they swear they are going to support the Constitution. And, of course, Mr. Murphy took that oath when he became governor. You know, the Constitution, you know, has its 27 amendments, the first 10 of which, you know, have been referred since 1791 as the Bill of Rights. Okay, those Bill of Rights were written by James Madison, and that was in order to restrain the federal government from, you know, infringing upon natural rights, the personal freedoms that are integral to our humanity and which, you know, are the fabric of our American values. So the 14th Amendment, enacted in 1868, generally imposes the Bill of Rights upon the states. So, okay, if we're not reading 
our amendments, we're not understanding the full breadth of the Constitution, which obviously this governor did not do, and a lot of others are not doing either. <clears throat> you know, and the First Amendment reads in part that con Congress shall make no law abridging the freedoms of peaceful assembly, petitioning the government, following religious beliefs, and exercising free speech and press. And that, that language is universally accepted as commanding that no government shall infringe upon those freedoms. This is basic constitutional law 101. Um, and it's something we used to learn in high school or in, in public schools. Back in my day, we did at least. You know, it's, it's hard to believe that, you know, somebody uh, like Governor Murphy didn't know this. It's hard to believe that other governors don't know this. Um, are we just are we trying to eviscerate our constitution to destroy it and to just you know take away people's freedoms? <clears throat> Is this something that we're going to have going forward? You know, this governor and many others have simply utterly trampled the rights of our fellow Americans you know, to assemble peacefully. And to tell those these governors and our elected officials what they think of them, and to ask God to intercede in this madness, you know. And, and we've seen some of this mess in in Jersey and other states, Michigan, Minnesota, Wisconsin. You know, one can sit in a car and wait in line at McDonald's for for their order, but you can't sit in a car and wait in line to pick up cellophane-wrapped palms from a church parking lot on Palm Sunday. Uh, or, and you cannot wait in line at a town square you know, where we normally have peaceful protests and voice your grievances about the government or your governor or your mayor or your councilman. You know, by God, you can't do that. They have utterly trampled our rights. And they've gone so far as to get our local law enforcement, you know, involved. I can't, it just, it, it extremely disturbs me. Sometimes it brings me to a loss of words. And my job is to provide words in a, in a format for, you know, my audience. And it just, it just simply, it, baffles me. You know, and these governors have told local and state polices you know, that their job is to disperse people, no matter the reason for their gathering. We've seen it where they've gone, chased the guy down in the water on a paddleboard, uh, removed a mother from a park because her kids were out there playing. Um, just stop your car because you don't have a mask on. Give me a break. Come on now. Uh, it makes no sense. You know, the Tenth Amendment does reserve the right and the power to exercise what's called police power to the states. That is reserved specifically to the states. However, the courts have ruled the states never, you know, they never seceded away police power to the federal government when they joined the Union. But you're state power must be exercised subject to individual natural rights protected by the U.S. Constitution. You know, 
and in Jersey's case, who we started this conversation about, you know, those natural rights are also protected by the New Jersey's Constitution. The majority of your states have a constitution for their state that almost verbatim reflects the U.S. The US constitution. You know, if they're not verbatim, they're pretty close. Um, so these governors are profoundly wrong uh, if they think police power can trump or override federal and state protected and constitutionally enumerated rights in the Bill of Rights. You know, in, in this case of this governor, to make light of it, or to evade confronting it, show he's unfit for office. He doesn't belong there. You know, I was reading a, an article from Judge Napolitano, and a lot of people, you know, ha if they watch Fox News, they know who he is. And a lot of my thoughts and beliefs fall in line with the way he looks at it. And he is a constitutional lawyer and a, a judge. You know, he's very well aware of this and written several books about it. And we fall pretty much fall in line. So, you know, it, I agree with him that this man has no right to be in office when he is this ignorant of our constitutional rights. You know, and people have asked, you know, what is the relationship of liberty to safety in a free society? Well, it's definitely not balanced. If you remember back in 1776, King George III claimed he was balancing the rights and safety of the colonists, and we saw how that worked out. Do we need to go there again? Uh, now, please don't get me wrong. I'm not advocating for overthrow or anything like that. That's, that's foolish. We have things in place to take care of these kind of issues. Maybe we need to start looking at that. You know, our rights were you know, characterized as being inalienable in our Declaration of Independence. I think somebody needs to remind the governor of this. And let him know, you don't need to be where you're at if you're going to continue with this. Developing police states is tantamount to martial law. So we need to put a stop to it. And as American people, we can put a stop to it. And as I say many, many times, educate yourself. Know what you're talking about. Know what you're going up about. Know what you need to look for before you elect these people into office. So... All right, we'll get into our, our next segment here, which I find, I, I'm going to call my comedy segment because it it involves AOC. You know, and it, she's at it again. And it, I cannot take this woman seriously for any reason. Uh, I catch bits and pieces of her shows or her interviews and commentaries. Um, most recently, she was on um, the new program that uh, uh, is on TV. That's a installment of Vice TV's political talk show, Seat at the Table. And, uh, <laughs> oh, Lord. Yeah, she was running her mouth. They, they were talking about um, going, getting back to work and reopening the country and doing things, and she spouts off that a lot of people should participate in a work stoppage to demand better treatment once coronavirus threat clears. Lady, are you nuts? Uh, people are not going to go do a work stoppage immediately after we go back to work to play some silly game you want to play. Um, it's just not going to happen. That's crazy. 
you know, she says, she thinks a lot of people would just say, no, we're not going back to that. We're not going back to working 70 hour weeks just so we can put food on the table and not even have any sort of semblance of security in our lives. Uh, AOC, Ocasio, Cortez, I don't think you've worked a 70 hour week in your freaking life. Okay. If you did, it was probably back when you were a barmaid, but you damn sure don't do it now. So I think you need to be quiet. Um, and we know there's protections out there where not everybody works a 70 hour work week. And if you do, it's because you want to, uh, there are some instances where it's required. Yes, I know I've been in the labor force for a very long time, but this nutcase here, there's no way. You know, yeah, I know in recent days, thousands of people have demonstrated at capitals and states, you know, where they say social distancing or stay-at-home orders are too restrictive. Tells me they want to go back to work. Okay, they want to get out from under all this thumbnail stuff. Um, <laughs> or Ocasio-Cortez even said that the, the pandemic highlights several inequalities and unjust processes present in the, America's largest institutes. What? She said the inequality was one of the pre-existing conditions leading to higher numbers of minorities con contracting the virus. Okay, let me know when you come up with those actual statistics from people who know what they're talking about, not you, uh, but from people who actually know what they're talking about, and let me know. I don't know what they are. Uh, I haven't seen them. Uh, have they been broke down by minority? Have they been broke down by ethnicity? Uh, we barely get them broke down by gender, so I don't I don't know if it's out there. If it is, if any of my listeners know it out there, if they see it, please send that to me at vfamm2020 at gmail.com. I'd love to have that, and I can get it out to everybody else. Um, but this one was just crazy. You know, and when they had the news of the plunging oil prices, she says, you absolutely love, this is what Ocasio-Cortez says, she says, you absolutely love to see it. She said this in a tweet on Monday. This, along with record low interest rates, means it's the right time for a worker-led mass investment of green infrastructure to save our planet. Lady, you've lost your freaking mind. It's been pretty much put out there that your Green New Deal and all this green crap you're trying for is defunct. Nobody wants it. Nobody listens to you. Uh, New Yorkers who voted her in... I hope you're seeing all this, and I hope it's come to mind that you have a lunatic in that seat, and she needs to go away. She has no clue. You know, we talked in the earlier segment about a governor not being fit for his office because he didn't know the Constitution. This woman doesn't know law, period. And she is totally unfit. She has no clue. So, all right, we're going to take a short break, get a little bit of that in here. And we'll be right back with you for our third segment, uh, which is going to go into um, the defense issues. So hang with us, and we'll be right back. Hi, I'm Kelsey Grammer. Wounded Warrior Project supports injured veterans by connecting them with fellow warriors, by serving them through mental health and wellness programs, and by empowering them to live on their own terms. No one should face a battle alone. Join us at WoundedWarriorProject.org. Welcome back, and please don't forget you wounded warriors out there, U.S. US servicemen and women who have come back and been harmed and been injured. Let's give them a help, helping hand. They were out there defending our country and doing what they were asked to do. So support your wounded warriors. 
Alright, in our next segment here, we're going to be talking about the recent tweet that President sent out. That uh, it basically it's a shoot-on-sight policy is what they're calling it. But that's not really what he said. Um, we've all heard what he said. Uh, and basically, uh, President Trump said, I have instructed the United States Navy to shoot down and destroy any and all Iranian gunboats if they harass our ships at sea. That was his tweet. That's what he said. So, <laughs> with Iran, when they, when they circle our destroyers with their little boats and they make gestures at our people, they shouldn't be allowed to make. They will be shot out of the water. Okay, believe me. And that's what he said at a Florida campaign rally in 2016. So he's taking Iran to task. Um, now, does this mean we're going to war? No. You know, it, basically, uh, they're going to have to go through and review their rules of engagement. <coughs> this is more of a warning to Iran to behave or suffer the consequences um, because there's there's processes in place to keep us from just inadvertently all of a sudden going out there and going to war. Um, and there is a difference between hostile intent and harassment. Okay, can some of this be viewed as hostile intent? I don't know. I'm not out there in the Gulf where this happened at. But from the videos that we've seen, uh, it could possibly be uh, viewed as hostile intent. They do have men up on guns. Uh, as far as we know, those guns are loaded. Uh, they should be, since you're out patrolling what you think is your uh, your waters, your national waters, which they aren't. Uh, they're international. We discussed that yesterday's show. Um, but no, it, it doesn't mean war right off the bat. Uh, I don't think it ever will mean war. They've rattled sabers back and forth like this before. Um and it's like um, the Def Deputy Defense Secretary, David Norquist, said um, the president issued a warning to the Iranians. What he is emphasizing is all of our ships retain the right of self-defense and people need to be very careful in their interactions to understand the inherent right of self-defense. <clears throat> have to excuse me. Um, and what that means, if we see a hostile act, if we see a hostile intent, we have the right to respond up to and including lethal force. So, this is a, I mean, he's, President Trump has done before. He has rattled his saber and he's made it stick. Um, we don't have red lines here. Because if he drew a red line, if, if President Trump drew a red line in the sand today and they stepped across it an hour later, I can promise you there's not going to be much left where that red line was at or where they're standing. So, I, I hope they heed this warning. Um, and, and even even Secretary uh, Mark Esper, Secretary of Defense Mark Esper, made the comment that we are not going to tolerate this behavior. And he said that on April 15th after the encounter with the Iranian vessels. So, you know, Mark Esper has told us, you know, he is aware of Trump's tweet beforehand. He knew about it before it went out. They discussed the latest provocation. <clears throat> and did just had that discussion with the president, and so he's aware of it, and they discussed it. 
and they're looking, making any modifications they can to their practices to make sure the Iranians know to stay clear of their, our warships and our personnel. So they're not going in this blindly. <clears throat> so for those who think we're going to war, no, we're not. So just hang tight, watch what they're doing, and let's continue to support our men and women in uniform that are out there on the front line of defense. So give me just a minute, and we'll get into my final thoughts for the day and the end of the show. So hang tight. Podnews.net is a short newsletter every weekday with everything you need to know about podcasting and on demand. You can subscribe free at podnews.net for new podcast launches, company changes, stats, and no waffle. In fact, podnews.net is so waffle-free it's really short, just like this promo. All right, welcome back. This is our last segment. Uh, this is our, our closing segment with uh, my personal views, my the views from my military mind. You know, it, we've got reports coming out, you know, from Fox News and Oklahoma and NBC and uh, Wall Street Journal and AP and The Hill and everything <clears throat> about the states reopening. You know, Oklahoma's gonna is allowing pet groomers, hair salons, others to open tomorrow, as long as they can follow sanitary and social distancing. Uh, more Oklahoma businesses like restaurants, movie theaters, gyms, they all should be open by May one. You know, Georgia is a little more broad. <clears throat> with hair salons, gyms, tattoo studios, all set to reopen tomorrow with some social distancing measures. And restaurants and theaters will be allowed to reopen on Monday. Uh, Governor Kemp says it's a measured action to allow people to get back to work without undermining the fight against uh, the virus. Now, we've heard on all the media that President Trump has said this is way too, too, way too soon. Um, but... President, we to be honest, you know, President Trump said the states need to run this, and they do. They wholeheartedly do. I think he's just expressing his disagreement with it. Now, I support the states going ahead and reopening. We need to do it measured by the guidelines that are put out. Get off of some of these ludicrous restrictions, like we talked about. The New Jersey government has the New Jersey governors put in place. Those are absolutely ludicrous. So let's get back to work. Let's get back to having our freedoms back to us uh, and take away this uh, Gestapo-like police state that's going on uh, at this time. You know, and being reported also on WAPO and Axis, Fox News, and several other is uh, about President Trump's temporary immigration ban. You know, and President Trump signed an executive order to basically prevent foreigners outside the U.S. from uh, trying to come become permanent U.S. residents right now. <clears throat> Now, that order does not apply to anyone already living and working here. It also doesn't affect people like medical professionals or farm workers who enter temporarily. Um, President Trump says his order will shield Americans from COVID-19 and protect American jobs, which that's good. That's what we, we actually elected him for. Um, now, critics argue he's using the virus as an excuse to push his agenda. Um, for now, the ban will last 60 days, but Trump says he could extend them if the economy is still struggling in June. Now, to his critics, get over it. We've been asking and we've been asking as the American people and other politicians from left and right to get immigration reform in place and stop taking everything away from us and giving it to people who come here illegally. So I don't want to hear your criticisms. I don't want to hear all your BS. It's, is it an opportune time to do it? Yeah. We have a real reason to stop immigration right now. 
So I, for one, support it. <clears throat> now, past couple of weeks, we've heard about Captain Crozier from the USS Theodore Roosevelt. And as to his standings, you know, we know he was relieved of duty by um, the acting secretary of the Navy, or assistant secretary of the Navy, or acting secretary of the Navy, when um, he let it loose and sent out an email about the coronavirus on board uh, Theodore Roosevelt. Now, uh, Secretary of Defense Esper expects to be briefed today or tomorrow on the results of the investigation into the handling of the coronavirus outbreak on the, the ship and the firing of uh, Captain Brett Crozier. So they're still going ahead with this. Things are happening. I pray and I hope that Captain Crozier is reinstated back to his command. His men love him. He was a good commander. I just think uh, Mobley, Mobley uh, had a knee-jerk reaction because he didn't know what he was doing. So good luck to Captain Crozier. I hope you get back. Uh, we talked about defense. We need to do something to stop the Iranians. And whatever it is at this point in time, bar going to war, we need to do, and I support the president in his decision to say, take them out if they're going to continue to be stupid. So, and for those of you who are even interested, uh, Ramadan starts. Yay. Uh, this evening actually marks the start of the holy month of Ramadan. So, to our Islamic faith followers out there, may God be with you. For everyone else, God bless, be safe, and God bless America. This has been a Valkyrie Productions podcast, copyright 2020. You can find us at viewfrommilitarymind.com and write us at vfamm2020 at gmail.com. Thank you for joining us, and join us again tomorrow for View from Military Mind Daily Views.